This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 77, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Episode number 77 of She Runs the Show. So in today's episode, we're talking about what do you do when as an entrepreneur, you've got to choose between living a fit lifestyle and building a successful business. Now, for every startup or new entrepreneur who wonders, how do you even fit this idea of eating healthy, living healthy, working out when you are brand new building a business, this is definitely the episode for you. And I gotta tell you, I have struggled with this long and hard. So this is something that I love talking about, even though the answers that I'm gonna give you aren't pretty. I just gotta tell you in advance, like it's this is not an easy question. If you are already established as an entrepreneur, if you've got a big team and you have assistance, yeah, this is an easy answer. But I'm really speaking in today's episode to all of you solopreneurs out there, all of you startups, you know, you're in the first couple of years of business, you're still building a brand and a name for yourself. Yeah, you want to listen to this episode because I think a lot of us struggle needlessly and unnecessarily with this fight of like, how do I keep my fit lifestyle and or how do I build a fit lifestyle if I'm not fit and I know I need to get fit? Versus what do I, what time and energy do I put into building this business, which is like, you know, having a baby. It's, there's a conception and there's a carrying and there's a labor and delivery. It's a lot of work. So let's talk about it. Now, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn, number one, what the entrepreneur's dilemma is and the three options you have for solving it. Also, by the end of today's episode, we're going to talk about why the work-life balance, you know, is making entrepreneurs fatter and unhealthier than they've ever been. And then we're also, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn the toughest choice you're going to have to make in the exercise or business dilemma. And then I'm also going to talk at the end of this episode about five ways that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business. All right, so let's get down and talk about this. So for those of you who've been listening to She Runs the Show for a long time, you know I've been talking about training for a fitness competition for quite some time. And I have to tell you, it's been a real struggle. There is a certain level of dedication and focus that it takes to train for a a bodybuilding competition that really becomes your life. You know, eating every three hours, the supplements you take, two to three hour a day workouts, eventually two to three a day workouts, carb cycling. There is a lot that goes into it. And eventually I had to come to grips with this concept of, you know, as I'm building my business, as I'm building She Runs the Show Media, how much time do I really have to give to something like a bodybuilding competition? And maybe your journey on fitness is not necessarily a fitness competition or a bikini competition. Maybe you're just saying to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm pre-diabetic or I'm diabetic and I'm starting this business and I'm tired all the time and I'm having to, you know, drink five-hour energies all the time and, and I don't feel well most of the time. So how do I build this business when my health is in the tanker and if my health needs to be first how do i put my health first when i've got to build this business and it requires you know all of my time so let's start by talking about the idea of the entrepreneur's entrepreneur's dilemma there we go entrepreneur's dilemma so it's so funny i saw an ink article a few weeks ago might have been a few months ago and it it posted a tweet by randy zuckerberg mark zuckerberg's sister she also is a, a high up at facebook 
And on December 8th, 2011, you know, Randy described the entrepreneur's dilemma pretty well. And this is what she posted. This is what she tweeted out. Maintaining friendships, building a great company, spending time with family, staying fit, getting sleep. Pick three. Very simple, very straightforward. Pick three. Because the reality is, is there are 24 hours in a day and there are seven days in a week. And you know, Congress is not adding the eighth day anytime soon. So the reality is, if we've got the same seven days, the same 24 hours a day, and we want to maintain friendships and we want to build a great company and we want to spend time with our families and we want to stay fit, we want to get sleep, you know, at some point something's got to give. So that is the entrepreneur's dilemma. And the question becomes, which three of those would you choose? Like if you could not pick, if you could only pick three between friendships and building a great company and spending time with family and staying fit and getting sleep, which three would you choose? And so when we think about this entrepreneur's dilemma, and this is especially true when you're in the first two to three years of your business, yeah, there are options for solving this dilemma. And some of those options, and I'll give you some of the ones that are both true and false. The first one is this concept of work-life balance. You know, people have been talking about this myth for like 25 years. And the idea behind it is you attempt this work-life balance where you give a little of yourself to everything. You know, you some of your focus goes into family and some of your focus goes into work and some of your focus goes into health. But the problem with work-life balance is that, A, there is no such thing as balance, and B, even when there is, it lasts for a split second. If you think about a balance, the moment you have two pennies on, yeah, it's equal, but the moment you had a quarter, completely out of balance. That's how easily our work-life balance gets thrown in the wind. So that is one option. I don't think it's a good one. I think it's a myth. Uh, The second option is what a lot of startup entrepreneurs do, and it's called sacrifice. You know, sacrifice in some areas now so you can regain momentum in those areas later. Giving up to go up is what John Maxwell calls it in the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. This Now, if you're going to do the sacrifice thing, and, and a lot of us have to do it, it's not something that we say, well, you know, I don't have to give up anything. No, that's not how it works in the startup phase of a business. If you're going to give up to go up, the one thing that's got to be in place if you're going to use that as a strategy to solve this dilemma is you've got to have intense levels of upfront communication with all stakeholders. When I say all stakeholders, I mean everybody who is involved in your life and business. Everybody's got to be on the same page. Everybody's got to know what you're sacrificing, how much you're sacrificing, for how long you're sacrificing it. You've got to have continued conversations with your family and your friends and and all of the stakeholders in your business where you say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I plan to be by this point. Okay, I'm not there yet. Here's the new timeline. If you're not a good communicator, this whole sacrifice thing really ends up biting you in the butt because you're not keeping the key people who are most affected by your sacrifice involved. So sacrifice is what a lot of us do, but if you don't communicate up front, if you don't communicate consistently, lots of stuff hits the fan when you do the sacrifice thing. The third option that we have for solving this entrepreneur's dilemma is 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 the one that I like the most. And I really think, you know, Randy Zuckerberg hit it, you know, pick three. And so this option is really pick three and do harmony. And so pick three just simply means you know what your three top priorities are. You divide your time and your attention between those three. You forget about the rest for right now. You forget about balance and you allow for harmony. And allowing for harmony means, you know, 
I might have a child that gets sick today and I didn't plan for them to get sick and they're going to be home from daycare and I'm going to put all of my attention into them. My meetings get postponed. My work gets postponed. It's all about them on this day. And then when they go back to school tomorrow, it's going to be all about work. Harmony allows for things to shift when they need to. So the third strategy, which is pick three and do harmony, is be okay with the fact that, yeah, you're going to pick three. And yeah, the other three are going to fall to the wayside. And you know what? You're not going to know what time and attention goes to what on any given Sunday because things might change at the drop of a hat. But what you're doing is you're when you're focused on one of those three priorities, you're all the way there. And when you're not focused on one of those three priorities, you're not in it. And you just allow things to go the way that they need to go, knowing what your priorities are, knowing what needs to get done, and you contingency plan around the stuff that happens in life. We have to do it anyway. So I love the pick three and do harmony one. Sacrifice ends up happening a lot for entrepreneurs. But again, you've got to be very, very good at consistent and upfront and continuous communication for the sacrifice thing to work out very well. So let's talk for a second about why the work-life balance is making entrepreneurs fatter and unhealthier than they've ever been. And I kind of alluded to this before. It's a myth. There is no such thing as work-life balance. It's a total and complete myth. And here's the other piece. Health is wealth. But for a lot of us who are starting businesses, today especially, we've allowed our health to take the backseat for so long that not only are we starting our business from ground zero at probably a very interesting moment in life, but a very busy moment in life, our health has also suffered for so long that we can't not pay attention to it either. So if you're somebody who said, you know what, I've been 50 pounds overweight for most of my life, I'm starting this business and I'm realizing that I'm tired all the time and I can't afford to be tired because you know I'm working full time and I'm doing this business, here's the thing, you, you can't not focus on your health. Like you're at a point where yes, health is wealth. So if you're not paying attention to the issues that you haven't been paying attention to for 10 years, you're going to pay for it later with compounded interest in both terms of money, time, and energy. So when they say health is the first form of wealth, it is because once you lose your health, there's no amount of money that will get it back in certain cases. If you know that your health is compromised in certain ways because you haven't been paying attention to it for decades and you're starting a business, yes, health has to be in the equation because you're not going to be able to build a successful business unless you get your health in check. But this concept of work-life balance is literally killing us because it does not exist. So... We've got to figure out a way now, especially for those of us who've got to pay attention to health, who cannot allow it to go on for another 10 years of not paying attention to it, but we're also building a business. We've now got to move to the toughest choice we're ever going to have to make in terms of this exercise or business dilemma. And here's the the toughest decision, because so many of us are perfectionists we are overachievers you know we want we want everything to be top notch and a but you know what if you've been ignoring your health for 20 years and your body is now telling you you know what the buck stops here going for top notch fittest body ever is prop and starting a business and building a business is probably not going to be what you want to do so here's the toughest choice you're going to have to make in this exercise or business dilemma you've got to decide your mvh your minimal viable health level given the startup phase of your business and what that requires and you know what you got to be okay with not running marathons 
if you've got to give up the marathon running. You've got to be okay with, you know, you've got 50 pounds to lose. Maybe you focus over the next 10 months losing, I don't know, 10 or 15 of those 50 pounds or 20 of those 50 pounds. But given the responsibilities you have to a startup business, you don't go for all 50 in the next year. You've got to decide what your MVH, your minimum viable health level is, given the requirements and the priorities in your business. So how, what kind of health level do I need to be healthy enough to build my business to the point that I need to build it to, to build the team that I need to have there so I can spend more time on my health and fitness? It's not the ideal, but again, if you're trying to do or if you need to do the health and wellness thing and your business, the only way you're going to get both is by deciding what your minimum viable health level is. And being okay with attaining and sustaining that until your business grows to a point where you can do more. And that's tough for a lot of people. You know, especially if you've, you know, I've talked about people who their health might have been suffering for 20 years. Now they're starting a business, realizing they're tired. And now they figure out, well, I, I got to do something. I can't avoid this any longer. The opposite side of the, the coin is also true. Somebody who's been extremely healthy all of their lives, meaning they work out two hours a day, seven days a week. They do marathons, you know, um, triathlons, you know, Ironman or whatever. You might have to give some of that up as you build a business. You might not be able to maintain the six pack that you've got. Do you know what I mean? Like you, there are some things that have to go. While you're doing this startup thing, you might have to sleep less than seven hours a night. I know. And that might not work out for your bodybuilding schedule. The reality is what it is. So whether you are ultra fit or you're not fit and you have health issues and you're starting or building a business, yes, you need to determine what that MVH is. What is that MVH? And then be okay with attaining and sustaining that until your business grows to a point where you can do more. Now, let's talk about five ways that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business. And here's what I want to say about this. The worst thing that anybody can do, and I'm speaking from personal experience here because I've been there, done that. The worst thing you can do is create such a strict regimen for your health and fitness that missing one day feels like a catastrophe and causes you to feel like a failure. You need enough flexibility in whatever you create for your exercise and your healthy eating so that if you have to go out to a restaurant and it's a Mexican restaurant and yeah, you get fajitas, but they're baked, they're cooked in oil, you can be okay with having fajitas that night. So it's got to be flexible enough that if things change at the drop of a dime and now you've got a very important business meeting on Wednesday night when you haven't been to the gym and you were planning on going Wednesday night, you missing the gym on Wednesday night doesn't leave you feeling like a failure. So let's talk about five ways that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business. Number one, and this is the rule that works for me the best of all of them, do exercise first thing in the morning. I've never been an evening workout person. I will probably never be an evening workout person. I am a morning person. I get more done before noon than most people get done all day. Uh, that's my thing. And even if you are not a morning person, this still applies. Do exercise as the first thing you do in your day because you get it done before the day catches you. You get it out of the way. So you've done something for your health. This is why Tony Robbins has what he calls the hour of power, which he typically recommends you do exercise during that hour and you say affirmations. Do exercise first thing in the morning, number one. Second way that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life is you build your business. 
use flexible dieting. If you go on Instagram, you can follow a lot of people who talk about macros and they talk about flexible dieting. I know nobody really loves to track their macros. I use MyFitnessPal.com. You got to know what you're eating. And that doesn't mean that you have to eat perfectly, but it does mean you got to know what you're eating so that you can also know, you know, on days where you feel like crap, you look at what you were eating and you go, oh, maybe I need to change my macros a little bit. And macros are the ratios of proteins to carbs to fats that you're eating every single day. You will not know your macros and you will not be able to use flexible dieting if you don't track it in some way, shape or form. I love MyFitnessPal.com. The app is awesome. It shows you your macros. But you could use any app that will allow you to track what you're eating. You've got to know what you're eating. And here's the thing. Again, like I said before, forget about being perfect. This is not about low carb, no carb, zero carb, carb cycling. Again, if you're a bodybuilder, you know what you got to do. That's a whole job in and of itself. That's a commitment like unto no other. But for those of us who are starting and building a business, and our business is literally taking every waking hour or minute, Flexible dieting will work for you. Tracking your macros will work for you. And here's the thing. Lots of people get hung up in, well, I don't get to the gym regularly. You know, every personal trainer will tell you this, and it's absolutely true. Your body is 70% what you put into it. It's eating. As I mean, you could be at the gym three hours a day. If you, if you don't know your macros and you don't know what you're eating and you're eating crap, doesn't matter how much you work out. You will never outrun your fork. You will never outrun. So even if you don't exercise at all, I'm not saying that's a good thing for your body or for your heart. Even if you don't exercise, if you are watching your macros and you're using flexible dieting, trust me, you will not put on any weight. You just won't because you're tracking your macros. You know what you need to take in. You know what you need to burn. You know what you need to do. So second way that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business is to use flexible dieting. Now let's talk about the third one. The third one is a challenge for me. You know, drinking enough water. And so the question is, typically, you know, my goal is always 120 ounces of water. I'm not even going to tell you how little I get there to that goal every single day. But here's the thing. You want to be able to drink enough water so A, you're not thirsty because if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. And B, you want to drink enough water so when you pee, your pee is clear. If your pee is yellow, you are dehydrated, you need more water. And I'm not a doctor, I'm just speaking from personal experience. Drink enough water. This alone is, at least for me, a tough habit to build, but it definitely does wonders when you're consistent with it for your energy and vitality. When I feel tired, if I drink a lot of water, my energy tends to come back. So drink enough water, it's good for you. Fourth way that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business is eat healthier when you eat out. You know, some people are building their business at restaurants over lunch and dinner meetings. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of you have to do it. You're never going to be able to say, well, I, I can't stop eating out. That's how you build your business. But when you go out, the restaurants you're choosing, make sure they have a healthy menu. When you go out, say no to the bread. When you go out, choose steak and broccoli and, you know, make sure they're not baking in butter. Just make better choices. If you can avoid eating out, well, avoid it. Don't eat out every single day. But some entrepreneurs can't. That's how you make your money. So if you can't, just choose restaurants and meals that offer you the best choices possible and do the best you can. Do, you know, again, this is about being flexible. I think too many of us are so rigid about like all the way or none of the way. And I'm talking as somebody who's a 0-100 person by nature. And 0-100 works really well in a business sense because if you're all in on your business, you're at 100%. 0-100, I got to tell you, does not work really well for the exercise and fitness thing. 
It just doesn't because either you're all the way on it and you are eating totally clean and you're working out every day or you're eating Twinkies and you're not at the gym. See, that that doesn't work out too well. So again, we've got to get to the point of being flexible with how we do things. And the fifth way that you can make exercise and healthy eating a part of your life as you build your business is, and, and I've talked about this before, give up the quest for the fittest body right now. I know a lot of us have the goal, especially as we begin another year of, I want to be in my fittest shape ever. I'm not making that a 2017 goal for myself. It's just not. You know why? Because A, it kind of sets you up for failure if your life does not align with that goal. And B, especially when you're still in the build-up phase of your business, you know, going for the fittest body ever if you've A, never achieved it, or B, if you're a long way from it, that's a full-time job. If you want to do that, you're going to really work. You're going to meal prep consistently, perfectly. You're going to be at the gym six days a week, two hours a day. You're going to do all those things. And I think the real question we want to be asking, especially if when the first two to three years of our business is not like, how do I build this business and have the fittest body ever? It really is, what level of help do I need to get my business to the point of success that will then give me more time for fitness and nutrition? My minimum viable health, my MVH. Let me just establish my MVH and let me get to my minimum viable health so I can build this business to the point where I hire a team so that when I have a team in place, I can put complete focus and make it a full-time job to get the fittest body ever. It's a process. Certain things have to come first. And so going back to the whole way that this episode came about, Back to Randy Zuckerberg's uh, tweet, which in the show notes, I will post a link to both the video interview that she did on this, as well as the Inc. article. You know, her tweet, even though it was sent out in December 2011, it still is true. Maintaining friendships, building a great company, spending time with family, staying fit, getting sleep. Pick three. Pick three. And the reality is, is I'd rather do the pick three and do harmony option than either attempt work-life balance, which is a total and complete myth, or do the sacrifice thing, which if you're not a great communicator or if you stop communicating at some point, really hits the fan pretty fast. So at the end of the day, here's the deal. I want you to walk away from this episode feeling a sense of relief that you do not have to choose between exercise or business. You can have both, but the intensity of each is going to be different depending on your goals. If you're an established entrepreneur, you're making the kind of money you want to make, you have a team, well, yeah, you can go to town on your fitness. You have a team. But if you're a solopreneur and you're just starting out or you're about to begin a business in 2017 and your health has been suffering for 20 years because you were not paying attention to it and now you know you need your health more than ever because you're about to start this business, guess what? You can't avoid your health. You do need to focus on your business, but you need to determine your minimum viable health, your MVH. And once you do that, you can work your way to that level as you build your business and then just sustain your MVH until you get your business to where you want it to go. And yes, you need to set milestones for both. You need to set deadlines and dates. But the reality is, is that trying to make your fitness and health style a full-time job and your business a full-time job and your family a full-time job, and getting eight hours of sleep a night, and maintaining your friendships, you're going to burn out trying to do that. Life is too short to be trying to be everything to everyone. Instead of trying to be everything to everyone, decide what you need to be your best self to everyone at some point in the future, and then do that. That's the key.
you will have to choose the levels of intensity you do for each of the areas of your life, but it does not have to be sacrifice. You can pick three and do harmony. That's what I want you to take away from this episode. All right, everybody, be sure to check out the show notes so you can see Randy Zuckerberg's video interview. I thought it was awesome, plus the ink article. And I will certainly catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. Talk to you later.